0: They must have wondered why Jesus sent them out into a perilous situation. And perhaps you have wondered the same thing. They were doing what Jesus told them to do. But now look at where we are. You can be doing just what the Lord told you to do. But that does not exempt you from trials and troubles. Even when you're doing what the Lord has told you to do. I know many of you have been going through some tough times. Whenever Jesus Christ moved around the countryside, there were a lot of people waiting for him to come and meet their needs. I'm bringing you a message today that says, hold on, Jesus is coming. Join us as we continue to walk in the light of God's word. They cried out because they all saw him and were terrified. And immediately he spoke to them and said, Take courage. It is I. Don't be afraid. So they thought he was going to pass them by. In fact, he was almost about to pass them by. And when they saw him walking on the lake, they thought he was a ghost. Now, if that was a boat full of brothers, he was going to have to go on pass by because we thought he was a ghost. <laughs> Okay? We don't play that out there on the water. (laughs) But they called out to him. They cried out to him. This was the time to cry out that old song, Pass me not, O gentle Savior. Hear my humble cry. Why on others thou art calling? Do not pass me by. When you're in your storm and in your trial, and you get a glimpse of Jesus, all you have to do is cry out to him. He's not going to pass you by. They cried out to him. They thought he was a ghost, but he heard their cry. They were terrified, but he heard their cry. And look at what Jesus said. It is I. It's me. Take courage. It's me. Don't be afraid. It's me, don't cry. It's me. What does that mean to them? It's me. It's me. I'm the I'm the one that raised Jairus' daughter. You remember? It's me. I'm the one who the woman with the issue of blood just a few days earlier touched my garment and she was healed. It's me. I'm the one where the demon-possessed man came out of the tombs and cried out to me and I delivered him. It's me. I'm the one that when they put the man down through the ceiling that was paralyzed, and I, I said, rise up. That's uh, It's me. It's me. It's me. And when the Lord comes, you got to know who he is. It's me. I come, and I'm coming with everything I got. I got the power to take care of whatever's going on here. It's me. It's me. That's important because Peter then Looked up and and Matthew was the only one that mentioned this. You know, when you read these uh, stories again, I read all accounts of them. Matthew talked about it. Mark talked about it. Luke did not, but John did. But Matthew is the only one that mentions that Peter got out of the boat. I I thought, well, Mark, why didn't you say something? John, why didn't you say something about Peter? This was so significant that Peter got out of the boat, but nobody mentioned it but Matthew. Matthew. And it made me think about some folks are not that excited about what God do for you. <laughs> some folks are not that excited that you had this experience. But Matthew thought he'd tell us about it. But Mark, I don't know what he thought. But he didn't put anything in there about Peter. But Matthew, I put what Matthew said. Peter said, Lord, if it's you, tell me to come to you on the water. And he got a response. And that was, response was coming. Peter got down out of the boat, walked on the water, and came toward Jesus. But when he saw the wind, he was afraid and began to sink and cried out, Lord, save me. So Peter said this, Lord, if it's you, tell me to come out on the water. Tell me to face my fears. Tell me to get out on that thing that was causing me to have fear and apprehension and terror. Caused me to overcome. See, he says, if it's not you, I'm not coming. But if that's you, I'm coming. My hope is in you. My faith is in you. If it's you, I'm not afraid. If it's you, I can step out. If it's you standing on and stepping on that which is threatening me, I'm willing to stand on it and step on it too. And so sometimes when you're going through, you just have to know if it's the Lord, you can stand on it. If it's the Lord, you can step on it. If it's the Lord, you can walk on it. Lord, if it's you, tell me to come and I'm coming. If you are standing on my fears, I'll step on them too. Say, said, Lord, if it's you. There's a lot of messages about Peter walking on the water. And there are those who will criticize him because when he saw the wind and the waves, uh, he began to watch them and he began to sink. That tells you that even though you have your eyes on Jesus, you want to keep them on Jesus because while you're walking on the water, the enemy is still trying to destroy you and still trying to give you fear. And when he began to look at the waves and the wind, he took his eyes off of Jesus and he began to sink. Keep your eyes on the Lord whenever you're going through your trials. The, The wind can still blow, but my eyes is on Jesus. The waves can still dash, but my eyes was on Jesus. Peter started walking, but he took his eyes off of Jesus and started looking at the water and looking and feeling the wind. As, and then he started doubting. But I want to tell you this. It's not the time to start doubting when Jesus told you to come. It's not the time to start doubting when Jesus told you to come. When you get a word from the Lord, you can start exercising it. You get a word from the Lord. That was a word from the Lord. Come. Now, if the Lord don't tell you to come, don't go out there and start trying to walk on the water. Amen. Amen. Now, he told Peter to come. He didn't tell nobody else to come. Didn't nobody else get out either. So, you need a word from the Lord. And that word from the Lord needs to be specific to you. That word needs to be specific to you. Lord, I need to hear a word from you. So, don't, uh, don't uh, hear somebody else's testimony when they stop taking their medicine and God healed them and stop taking yours. You need to hear from God before you stop taking your medicine. You can have, well, I have faith. I got faith and I ain't going to take this. Well, if God didn't tell you, you better go, uh, come, come on and take that. Right, amen. Because God is a healer, but you need to hear from the Lord. Before you get out the boat and start walking, hear from God. God, what are you saying? Lord, if it's you. <laughs> If it's you telling me to come, if it's you telling me to do this, you want to hear from God before you want to get out there and start walking on water. When you hear the voice of the Lord telling you what you can do, then stand firm in your faith no matter what it looks like. I was thinking about this the other day. Peter is walking on the water and the wind comes and the the waves start raising up and he starts doubting. Listen, don't doubt while you're doing it. He wasn't in the boat, but he was walking already. You're already doing it. Why are you doubting now? Don't doubt why you're doing it. Just keep on walking. In fact, start start strutting. (laughs) Tell everybody else, y'all. I don't know what y'all are doing, but I'm walking on the water. He started doubting and he started sinking. Now, the Bible doesn't say this. The Bible says Jesus grabbed him and lifted him up. But I think Peter walked twice because he had to get back to the boat. I don't believe Jesus picked him up on his shoulder and brought him back. He said, come on, let's go. So he had to walk twice. So you can talk about him doubting all you want. He can say, well, I did it twice. (laughs) Jesus reached out his hand and called him. Oh, you of little faith, he said, why did you doubt? Why did you doubt? That's a question. Why? Can you answer that? Why did you doubt? What were you thinking? I don't believe this. This is not going to work. This is crazy. Why would you doubt? How do you answer that question? Why are you doubting? Why are you doubting when the Lord has never let you down? Why are you doubting when he's never failed you? Why are you doubting? What are you seeing that's causing you to doubt? And when they climbed into the boat, the wind died down. Then those who were in the boat worshiped him, saying, Truly, you are the Son of God. Now, they should have known that already. <laughs> truly. What do you mean truly? We just, all these miracles you've seen. We went through this boat action once before. And truly, now again, how much I have to do? Mark put it this way. He climbed into the boat with them, and the wind died down. And they were completely amazed. For they had not understood about the loaves. Their hearts were hardened. Even with the miracles they had seen, they still didn't get it. And that's the same thing that happened to us. Even with all that God has done for us before, we still didn't get it. We still don't believe God has delivered you before. God has opened a door for you before. God has provided for you before. God has healed you before. God has brought you out before. And now you're in it again and you still act like you don't believe. He said, you you don't understand the fish and the loaves. And you were handing them out. Here's what I want to close with. We'll never find ourselves in a place where Jesus Christ cannot find us. No storm is ever too severe that he can't save us from it. I don't know where you are today. I don't know what you're going through. And whatever you're going through is so precious to you and so important to you that you may think that you can't survive it, you can't make it through it. But the Lord knows where you are and he knows how to get to you if he got to walk on water. There's no reason for the anxiety. No matter how hopeless or threatening our problems seem to be. The Lord knows how to reach us. Life is stormy sometimes. Life is painful sometimes. It's frightening sometimes and threatening. Some of us suffer more than others. But all of us will suffer at some point, at some time. So listen to me when you're going through. spite of of that the storm is never so severe. The night is never so dark. And the boat's never so frail that we risk danger beyond what Jesus Christ is able to rescue us from. Who are you today? You're here not by accident. You're here on purpose. This message is for you. Some of you have felt like giving up and you're wondering where the Lord is. But today is your day For your hope to be renewed. For your strength to be renewed. And your faith to be renewed. Would you bow your heads with me? I said Lord what is the essence of this message? It's not just a message to preach about Peter walking on the water. It's a message about Jesus ability to come to us. No matter what we're going through. And walk on those things that are giving us problems. I'm going to ask you to take a step of faith today. This message is has resonated in the heart of someone because you're going through something you didn't ever think you would have to deal with. And today, the Lord want to give you some hope that He is on the way. This is Jerry G. Martin. I've been bringing you a message of hope and help for those who have been going through some tremendous challenges. I know there are those of you who are listening. You have been hurt. Maybe some of you have habits and Others of you have hang-ups, and we need help, and we need help now. This message says, hold on, Jesus is on the way. If you would just look to him, or just look for him, or just invite him to come and join you right where you are, or you go and join him right where he is, the Lord Jesus Christ will work on your behalf. If you would like to hear today's message again, in its entirety, you can go to our podcast at... The Light of the World Daily with Jerry G. Martin. Again, that's The Light of the World Daily with Jerry G. Martin. You can listen to today's message as well as previous messages that have aired on this broadcast. I also invite you to go to our website at lowcf.org. Then be my guest this Sunday coming up. We are meeting each Sunday in person at The Light of the World. We are at 16161. Old Humble Road. If you live in Itasca Cedar or Summerwood, Fall Creek or Kingwood, you may be in Northwood Manor or Scenic Wood. you may be in Northwest Houston and Spring, you are in our neighborhood. Come on by and be our guest this Sunday at 10 a.m. Let me remind you that we have the Beacon Bookstore right here on our campus. Many people have been coming by looking for books and Bibles, communion supplies, Sunday school Uh, material, study material, offering envelopes, whatever you might need for your church and your congregation, call the Beacon Bookstore at 281-441-2885. Again, that's 281-441-2885. Now, for the light of the world, this is Jerry G. Martin saying, may the Lord our God richly bless you, and we'll be with you again next time.